The Tiefling Bard, Adelaide the Half-Elf Warlock, we forgot to mention that Patches is a Half-Elf too, Arwolf aka Tink Tink, the Divination Gnome, and Guy on a Buffalo, he's a guy and he's on a buffalo. This week we're featuring Zaldo, the Enslaved Trash Kobold. Episode 9 of Head Dice Podcast, a real play, 5th edition, Dungeons & Dragons Podcast. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Tabletop Loot, and our celebrity guest character, Caleb, who is playing... You got to be looking it up? Zaldo. I got this, Zaldo. Where's Zaldo? Yeah, exactly. Zaldo. And describe Zaldo to us a little bit now that he's no longer a, a forbidden fruit and that everyone knows who he, he is. Uh, he respects these guys, kind of trusts them because Adelaide helped him out, jumped in front of him. Still a piece of trash, got a lot of trash on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His wild animals and put together cages to hold these wild animals for his defense. Well, he's just kind of hanging back watching these guys because he's supposed to protect this place. Okay, he's doing a really bad job so far. Yeah. Uh, and you're a little kobold, <laughs> is that right? You're a little kobold? Yeah, just yeah. a dragon-looking creature. In addition to my brother Caleb, who is guesting as Zoldo, the trash kobold, I am joined by Rachel Watkins. Tiefling bard named Callista. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. I yeah, no, I liked it though. <laughs> Jonathan Ganong. <laughs> a wizard gnome named Arwol. Caleb Hanks. Human ranger known as the guy on the buffalo who recently had a head injury and doesn't always talk like Kenny Rogers anymore. <laughs> Thank the gods. Alan yeah. Clark. I don't know if I can do it backwards. Uh, half elf rogue named Patches. You did it! <laughs> <laughs> and Nina Larson. Half elf warlock named Adelaide. <laughs> oh, you guys are all really good at doing it backwards. <laughs> I'm really glad I made you all do that. You all have descended into this strange lair that is beneath the Dragon's Reach Sea. And as you came in here, you met a strange kobold covered in trash and animals whose name was Zaldo. And you saw two other kobolds. They warned you to turn back that you shouldn't be here. But uh, they were also a little bit hesitant. You made them a nice little music box. And they let you go on with your business. They told you not to tell Yonatazasis if you were to run into whoever this thing, person, might be, that you never saw them. As you walked into the next room, you were assaulted by this strange creature made entirely of water, and there was also another one, a cave fisher. That had a strange filament caught guy. You guys blew it into pieces. You managed to kill, to kill, <laughs> to, uh, to kill whatever that strange water creature was. Kill it! Kill it! We keel hauled it. Um, you, you walked into the next room, up a couple of stairs, and as you came to this beautiful room that the ocean was visible right above it, there was an enormous statue of a woman holding scales, a waterfall weighed down one side of it. Patches was able to climb into it as Callista was able to divert the water with her unnatural ha, strength. 
and uh, when you put on this pendant, that, who gave it to you? Did you have the name? Gridrum Brighthammer. Gridrum Brighthammer from the clerical school that Patches went to was the only cleric that seemed to take from him, gave him a pendant. He put it on as a last-ditch last effort, and it seemed to balance the scales. And as those scales were balanced, the door to the south opened. And as everybody was kind of doing this, Zaldo was just hanging back with all of his weird animals, just kind of watching all of his new friends unfold this room. And Arwul was investigating the rooms beyond. You realize that to the southwest, it seemed like you could actually see out into the ocean, though the water wasn't right in front of you. To the east, you saw a big room with seven rectangular boxes with stone slabs over them, also with a window behind them that exposed the ocean as well. And to the south, when Patches and Callista balanced that scale, a door, an enormous door, slid open. And as it did, you could just hear that stone grinding. And then these strange guttural noises just <sighs> coming from the room that that door opened to. So you all are standing in this room. The waterfall's still pouring. I don't know if Callista's still diverting it or not. Yeah, I figure I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, you're done. You're like, woo! Woo, that was a great workout, man, yeah. guys. I'm feeling yeah. very swole. Yeah, you are yeah. swole. You're <laughs> yeah, definitely swole with a nat 20. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Callista like, lets this go. down. Patches, uh, are you still sitting in the scale with this? I'm gonna start climbing down and see what happens. Does it stay? No, as you climb down, the scale actually does shift back, though it does slowly, but the doors don't close. And the water that you all even throughout this entire place seems to still be even in most parts. Are you still wearing that pendant? I, so, like, I'm going to climb down and I take the pendant off. Okay, yeah, you take that pendant off, and this brilliant light is coming from this pendant, and as soon as you take it off, it kind of just dissipates once more. And this almost sense of enlightenment that you felt as you were wearing it that maybe Patches is a little uncomfortable with... It releases its grasp Very on your mind. Uncomfortable with right patches. I need a story. You don't uh, have to tell me now. But I'll tell you. You're gonna need to tell me. I'll tell you. It's, it's, it's a pretty short story. This chapter will be there to the end. <laughs> you can tell me a real story. <laughs> Basically, what happened was when I my grandparents didn't want me uh, in in the family as a, a half elf because they didn't like elves, so I was sent to this clerical school, um, the Academy of Sunlight, and I fucking hated it. It sucked. Um, but there was one cleric there, Gridrum Brighthammer, mm -hmm. who took a liking to me, kind of understood where I was coming from. And when I finally left the school, he gave me this medallion. I didn't really know, I, and still don't really know what it does, but I assume it's affiliated with clerics, and this looks like some sort of clerical bullshit. What? <laughs> so that's trap. why I put it on. clerics, did you pay attention enough to know, like, what which god they served? Absolutely. Yeah, Paylor. Okay, that explains the light. Mm -hmm. Cool. And that's Ish. really that's really all I know. So, that's I mean... It. So you don't know what that is? No. Hmm. It has a little coin. It looks like a coin. Hmm. The medallion. Hmm. Kind of like, like the pins I gave corn. you. Corn. Yeah, and just to give some description, uh, it is, it, I mean, it's on this basic black leather thread, and it is just a little copper medallion that has a, a sun carved into it, just like a little emblazoned sun with its rays kind of stretching out on this little piece of copper. Cool, that's cool. Why don't you just wear it? I don't really like clerics, and I don't really, you know, like as, as much as I, you know, you don't appreciate Gridrum, I don't really, I don't need that shit, you know, I'm, I don't need... We did this time. 
Yeah, we did. Yeah, but so, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm an opportunist, and I'll use it when I need to. Huh? But you don't need it, a beaming light when you're trying to hide. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. There is that. Yeah, it could set you back a little. That's, huh. I kind of like it. And as you all are talking, you just hear these almost dissonant whispers coming out from the Southwest. They're very delicate, and you can just hear it. It's almost like a, a softly spoken woman is just whispering out to you. Is that Eber in there? I heard a few things. <laughs> I guess we just follow the wheezing ghost. I follow what sounds like a cat eating a snow cone. (laughs) Let's go to the room in the east. Because I trust you guys now and just let you know that an evil woman used to own this place and my master took over and made her work for him. Oh, so you think that's who that is? Those whispers? I think so. So don't go that way. Up to you guys. <laughs> Fair. Was was was, was she like this. was she a nice person? He just I don't evil. know a lot about her. Oh, evil. Sure, he oh. described her as evil. I didn't hear the evil part. <laughs> I fucking love was evil. Was she a nice evil woman? <laughs> <laughs> evil I don't know. I feel like splitting some wigs. So I don't mind finding this evil uh, bitch. Why don't There's, we... How do you feel uh, about investigating the rooms that were already open before we go into the room that opened with some statue? I definitely want to investigate the room in the east. There's seven boxes. I mean, we have, have all the time in the world. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> wait, how long did we say, did we let the ship know to wait for us? Just. I don't think you guys did. I think you just jumped in the lifeboat and were like, yeah! Yo. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Zaldo, if you needed to get out of this cave and go somewhere else, how would you do that? I don't, I don't think know. he knows. Uh. Where he lives. Well, this is it for me. This is as he described it. He lives here from time to time. (laughs) You've seen more of this cave than I have. (laughs) I'm interested in the room that Tink Tink was talking about with all the boxes. Let's go score some loot. So, you all are you just going to walk in here? Yeah, that's fine if you are. Okay. This room has standing water in it, though you know it lessened once you all were able to set those scales right. And so the water in this room, where it was probably two feet when you looked at it, Arwell, it's actually only about a half a foot now, so it's no longer considered difficult terrain, which is nice. You can see these small fish still zigzagging back and forth just above the surface of this room in this water. They all seem to be trying to find a way out, but they're constantly just trapped in this place. The stairs that you are all descending into the dome shape of this room encourages the fish to stay where they are, only to find no way out as you see them like zigzagging back and forth. They dart and the water ripples, and it's like the water is constantly rippling in this place and just kind of dancing. There are seven rectangular stone boxes. Each has a thick stone slab sitting over the top of them. Those boxes are arranged in the semicircle on the easternmost side of this room, and just behind those is an enormous glass pane that looks out onto the ocean. And just past that, it actually seems like you can see the bottom of this sea. On the opposite side of the room from these boxes and the windows, you actually see ship's anchors hanging by ropes. About cool. about eight of them, and they're all kind of clinking together as they sway constantly. And as they sway gently, it's almost like some unseen wind or some other force above them that you can't see is controlling the other end of the rope as all of these are constantly just swinging back and forth. A small cave opening of some kind sits between the second and third stone box in this room. 
Guys, it looks like the anchors are being moved by an unseen wind. And then I kind of like come out of it and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna roll some perception to see if there's any traps up in this beast. Oh God, it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you come in and you say all that and you do your old, old guy's voice comes back a bit and he's looking around, but you're kind of like, I guess you're kind of in between states at this point. You're having a hard time reading the room around you. Yeah, my neck is uh, still a little painful. Um, yeah, you get some whiplash for falling. Yeah, I want to investigate the boxes. Okay. Um, <coughs> 19. How, how are you investigating these boxes? Um, I don't want to touch them. I'm going to like just kind of look really closely to see if there's any like inscriptions or glyphs yeah. or um. absolutely. So you're you get up to these boxes and as you do, you do see that like giant pane of glass that's sitting behind all of them. And as you look out, you see something really strange. An enormous humanoid form is on the bottom of this sea. It stirs up the dirt with every step it takes. It almost blends in completely with the waters around it. And you can feel the strength of this thing through the small tremors you feel with every step it takes. It turns its head toward you, and for a moment, you can see its bright, brilliant eyes looking at you. A sword that could split an entire house in two sits at its side. The ornate armor that decorates its body is illuminated by its powerful eyes. You guys. Both of you, both of you lock eyes for a moment, and then it slowly turns its head and continues its journey across the bottom of this seafloor. And as you're investigating these boxes, you realize that there is a small hole above each of them. It's almost like uh, it's made of stone as well, and it almost comes up from behind them. And on the lip of each of these, it's very small, almost undetectable. But you, you notice that there is a small hole on the top of each of these, and it seems like you could slide the stone slabs off the top of these things. Only Tink Tink saw that thing? Yes. I mean, maybe he waved you over, I don't know. I'm like, oh, yeah. you did say, guys. You guys. Yeah, I'm over there, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, you guys see this form, and though it locked eyes with you, it has since turned its head, and by the time all of you get up there, you just see, I mean, it's this huge humanoid creature just walking across the seafloor. Do I cool recognize in my knowledge of, like, yeah. folklore or tales of... Feel free to roll Arcana or Nature for me. Arcana like or Nature? Whatever you want to do. I'd like to roll Arcana. Or History? It's like, look, guys, oh, history's uh, fine, too, Okay. If you'd like to roll History... Emerald ultimate weapon? Yeah, Final it is the emerald ultimate weapon from Final Fantasy VII, which we talked about in last episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we gotta stop talking about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I don't want to get away from hers, but can I roll for it as well? Yeah, I want, okay. I'll just let Callista go first. Okay. okay. I'm gonna try the sparkly dice because it did so well last time. Um, I'm gonna do a history check because I feel like I would know more about, like, from my reading and things about Absolutely. myths and whatnot. Sparkly. You know, the six, Callista, you, yeah, you, you don't catch as good a glimpse of it uh -huh. as Arwell does, but even from its back, you can tell that this is some kind of giant. You don't know what kind, though. Yeah, it's just a giant. Cool. Cool. Metal. What do you think about that, Arwell? Fucking. Oh, God. 12. Is that an arcana? Or nature? Um, arcana. Okay. Fuck, how do you add that much to arcana? <clears throat> because I'm proficient. Ooh. Yeah, with that arcana, <laughs> you would know that there, the, there is a hierarchy amongst giants that you're not incredibly familiar with it, you know what the top one is, and that's a storm giant. And storm giants live in one of two places, high in the clouds, literally on the clouds, or deep in the bottoms of oceans where they control everything that functions there. Cool. So cool. 
That was very cool. I'm gonna go up to the first box, like if like I'm coming in the room and there's there's like a half circle of boxes, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna try to open it. Arwell, well, I'll, I'll give this to Arwell because he rolled the investigation. Do you want to tell them anything before they start plundering well, the room? Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely tell them about like the little hole I see on top of the box. Okay. A, wait, what? I'm, I'm, oh, here we go. Like, where the fuck was I? <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought coming you over it. like the lid that you could probably push off. There's a little hole on top of it on each of them. Is that? Can I, I'm gonna put my eye up to the hole. Oh. Yeah, you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you look down the hole and uh, do you want to like roll perception or something? Yeah. Fingernails and eyeballs. Nice. Right? Yeah, I'm still missing nine. So weird that I'm just like, oh yeah, your fingernail. 18. Okay, so with an 18, Arwell notices these holes and Patches goes up to push this lid aside. Patches, as you put your eye in this hole, you immediately recognize these holes as traps. Is the, so the giant that was walking around outside, is he kind of like blocked off by like a, like a water force field? No, he's the there's a there's a pane of glass that the water is not breaking through that you all are looking into the sea with. You can see him clear. He's like out in the sea. So like I can. So I can. Yeah, it's yeah. Imagine like an aquarium. I can speak giant. Can I ride it? Yes, absolutely. So I write with my wet, nasty used torch. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, oh, buddy? Question. How mark. do you want to try to get his attention? Huh? How do you want to try? That's he's already turned nice. around. Let's knock it around. Roll, oh, what, would you even roll for that? <laughs> roll for I was, attention. I just let you do it. I just let you do it. I guess because I have no idea what you would roll. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you're just like hitting it, and all of you can hear this like, and it turns around. As it does, it pulls its sword up out of its sheath, and it holds it up to you, like really slowly in this. And you see these runes across its sword light up. And its name is... Introduce yourself, giant. In your, in common, it would be K-V-O-T-O-N-A. And you would know that it's pronounced Kwatana. And it just puts its sword back into its sheath. And I write, I am Guy on a Buffalo, friend of Kwatana. <laughs> you see the eyes light up in this thing. Uh, this huge humanoid form, and this electricity kind of crackles in its hands, and you see underneath it just kind of like this, and the dust comes up and around it, and you can just kind of feel this thing's power, and it just really solemnly nods its head to you, and then turns and continues to walk across the seafloor. I nod back, and I'm like, I was metal as fuck. <laughs> Single tear. Yeah. yeah. So, so frantically describing it all in her book, trying to write it all down. I got um, I'm gonna low put, places. I'm going to put the medallion back on. Mm hmm and I'm gonna just try to open the box, the first box. Yeah, so you open this box, and as you start to slide this lid off, it's I'm just heavy underneath you. Roll strength for me. So strong. Oh, I'm pen pals with a water giant. Yeah, <laughs> 16. Yeah, with the 16, you're able to slide this lid, and as soon as you do, you hear this Everybody needs to roll a deck saving throw oh, for me. Guys, God. I might actually die, by the way. I have three health, oh my God. and I rolled a three. Zoldo. Um, 17. 17? Callista? Not one. Oh, oh natural no. one? All right. I Interesting. Arwell! I don't have a backup character. <laughs> I'm telling you, we should have. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we should have ground XP for level three. Well, I, I mean, can I slightly wreck? I'm going to come into the room, and I told you, I was like, I think Patches is probably going to do something stupid, and you rolled a base nine for your deck save. That's great. He doesn't okay. care about me, he cares well, about you. You're full health, health, right? 
Yeah. So okay. I think I'm probably going to Anyway, so I told you that you rolled a base, and I don't okay. know what that adds to yours. <laughs> well, I'm at a 10, then. Okay. Okay, what did you get, Orwell? I haven't. Um, is this... Is this by chance Do you uh, want to magic it? related? No, no. I get it's mechanical. Okay, it's mechanical. Yeah, yeah, you can hear the like... I thought the fucking thing would work. So. Oh, I... Um, mm, <laughs> sorry, um, it's, it's, I got a six. All right. Guy? Uh, 16. Patches? 16. Nice. What up? Adelaide? 10. A 10. Okay, so... Calissa, we're gonna do something special with Calissa. Calissa, while this is happening, is just fascinated. Her face is pressed against the glass. <laughs> um, so, Arwol and Adelaide, you are both going to take... 12 damage, as these bolts just, like, stick right near your sternums. Calissa, you're gonna take 18 damage. As this bolt just sinks like straight through you, I am out. Yeah, I'm Calista, exactly yeah. I'm, also oh, I'm, sorry. I'm also out. So, yeah. Calista and Adelaide just face down, and their bodies are kind of floating on the top of this water. What happens? Like, um, as, as this also happens, the rest of the darts that you all are able to dodge hit the ropes that those anchors are tied to. And it seems like their true intent was to be aimed at those. And as these anchors just splash into this water, the ceiling begins to crumble. And everybody who is not unconscious needs to make another deck saving throw for me. Oh my god. If we seriously die from a trap, I'm gonna scream. Come back as a lich and kill patches? Yeah. Zaldo. I'm gonna come back as a cleric just to fuck Zaldo got 19, dude. Uh, Arwol. 16. Okay. Cleric, who got 13. 13? 14. All of you did pretty well. As this ceiling just begins to crumble and fall, these huge rocks begin to just. I immediately am throwing myself over Adelaide. And I'm, um, and I'm running over to Callista. And I'm casting False Life and on myself. And okay. I'm trying to cover her as much as I can and trying to pull her out of the room. I'm trying to, and also I want to, I want to pick up Callista and try to carry her out of the room. As yeah, well. as these rocks fall, uh, Callista and Adelaide would take six, but Patches and R will jump over them, and you guys all saved. So you're gonna take three each. You were gonna take zero, actually. Yeah, uh, Zaldo takes zero. He's like real quick to back out, and guy, you were also gonna take three. And as these rocks fall, some water begins to leak into this chamber, and where all of these kind of evened out once you guys solved that statue, this chamber, and it seems like the cave beyond it, kind of fill back up to about two feet of water as this water just begins to kind of pour into these things. So this is difficult terrain once more. Way to not keep your fucking health and shit. (laughs) (laughs) On the next podcast, I learned how to speak. So the water is kind of just rippling through here. Uh, Patches, just for the sake of it, there are seven of these boxes. Which one would you have tried to take the lid off of? You can number one through seven. One. It would have been the in a semicircle. I would just go yeah. to the first one. Yeah, so at this first one, you just slide this off. This trap goes off. And as it does, you jump over top of all of your friends. The ceiling collapses. These anchors fall. But you got a glimpse of what looked like a skeletal remain of a human arm just kind of floating in some water in the bottom of this rectangular stone box. I want to run over and try to carry Callista. Okay. Uh, Roll strength for me. I'm so strong. So fucking strong. Pretty light. I'm so fucking tough. With a 12, you're you're able to carry her. Okay, so I'm carrying Callista. I want to go into. I want to leave this room and go back to the main room. Okay, you carry her out there and grab that 
skeleton arm on the way. You're gonna go back in and get a skeleton arm? Okay, so Patches is like walking back up these stairs, a little bruised and bloody for his encounter, and he comes up with Callista like thrown over, like her arm is thrown over one of his shoulders, and he has like a skeletal arm kind of trooping in the other as he's kind of wandering back into the original chamber you all were in. I'm pulling Adelaide to the main room. Okay, roll a strength check for me real quick. Okay, three. Yeah, the three, you're just like not able to get her up. You're able to flip her over so she's not like drowning, but you can't get her up. I'll grab her. All right. We got hit pretty hard. Thanks, guys. Nine. Yeah, with the nine, you just don't, you guys are having trouble picking her up. She's heavier than you both thought, I guess. I mean, I am pretty swole, so. Yeah. Not just with the damage you guys have both taken, you're bleeding uh, and it's kind of fuzzy, and I'm you're gonna, trying to pick uh, up so Adelaide. I drop, I drop so Melissa in a safe space, and I'm gonna run back in there. there. Oh, Zaldo's gonna wait, wait, Zaldo's gonna come no, and help you. I go so weak, oh, yeah, but I'll try my best, guys. Uh, well, I'm just gonna go through roll a twenty for it and add your strength or subtract it. Yeah, subtract it. Oh no, <laughs> seven. Yeah, you guys are like all three of you are just like crumbling with Adelaide. I go, wait, 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 and I just go through her stuff and get her health potion that she has on her, and I put it in her mouth. Okay. I, don't, I don't have a health potion. I used it already. Oh, you used it? Mm-hmm. I'm saying she can lift herself, cure wounds. Okay. Oh. Nine. So nine. You get. You regain nine That's hit 11. points, Adelaide. Sweet. Eleven. No. So. No, that was with my wisdom. Okay. So you guys are all dragging me. Yeah, you wake up. You wake up to three of these people. Like, <laughs> I, have, I have like Zaldo has a leg, Arwell has an arm, and Guy has another arm, and I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, thank you guys. I'm like, oh be glad the Clydesdale didn't have your leg. Anyway. <laughs> Let's go. And then I'm like, oh, the ceiling's falling. We should get out of here. I go over to Calista and grab her health potion and pour it in her mouth. Do I have one? You still have one. All of you got one from Gregory Vanderman. I used mine. So So Calista would roll 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Thanks, guy. out. I want to try out my new spell anyway. Nice. So you are at 6 health. Yes. Am I literally the the only healer? Um, She has a healing spell. No, she has a healing spell as well. And you've used them both on me. Hey. <laughs> no, I used one on you. Well, while this is all happening, can I use my fiendish vigor, which is one of my eldritch invocations, to cast false life on myself? Yeah. You uh, just Arwol also has this active. Both Arwol and Adelaide have this almost. When the light hits it just right, you can see this purple luminescent sheen across their skin. Like it's right up against their bodies. But you can see it on both of them. And both of you have, I think it's eight temporary hit points? I have Uh, no, it's it's 1d4 plus four. I see. Um, You just rolled really well the first time. The first time. Okay, got it. Bioluminescent Charlie Sheen. So you guys all drag each other back into the chamber with the waterfall and the giant statue, and you're all kind of sitting here, like, winded and bleeding and bruised. Um, so I'm, I'm like, hey, everybody, sorry about it. Um, <laughs> what's up with the bone arm? Uh, but I have this cool fucking bone arm. That's right. worth it. Yeah, so worth it. Hey, uh... <laughs> I uh, just give him shit, and I just take my... Is there anything on the bone arm? I, that's what I'm, I want someone who's you know, knows about you know, bones and bone magic and, and things. So R will regain six. You drink your health potion and regain six hit points. Okay. R will. You should check out this skeletal arm. Patches, you drag him back up in. You have this human skeletal hand. You roll really high on that trap, so you would know that a bolt came out of each of those, and the trap was activated. So you know that the trap is. It's like done. It did what it was supposed to do. Just for the sake of you knowing that. Sure. So okay. Can, okay. Um, I think Calista is like just sort of sitting in the water, mean style, and she's like talking to herself. 
And basically, she's just like giving herself a pep talk and casting <laughs> healing word on herself. She's giving herself bardic inspiration. Listen, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. They didn't let you die this time. And it's okay. It's gonna be a great story. It's amazing. You're yeah. gonna write it beautifully. You're gonna be super famous. It's gonna be great. Okay. Hashtag, hashtag worth. Like and then how much do you gain back? Hashtag self worth. I like the idea that like you wrote this really awesome fight with this like cool water creature and the fire burning and this mm -hmm. crab creature and then Patches Giant. tries to open a box. In the whole ceiling. Awesome. Seven. Nice. So you guys are all just kind of like patching each other up. <laughs> to make that worth it in the smallest degree, we have to open those boxes. Like they're all already triggered. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's just the one trap. Yeah. We, we should open But we found right. a bone arm. That's cool. What That's if there's cool. like yeah. another <laughs> arm and then some legs and then a Yeah, what if there's like a whole and, body? Yeah. That room is like triggered. It is triggered. Well, yeah. let's go back in and steal the shit. Yeah, I totally. Just still chilling. <laughs> wait, wait for, wait I like how passive Zaldo is. He's well, like, I'm like, fucking with this. He's like, <laughs> slowly feeding his gun. Yeah. <laughs> I saunter my fancy nuts up to the first crate and open. The first one's already open. Oh, the second one. Was there only an arm in there? There was only an arm in there. I'm like, there's a severed penis in here, guys. Next crate. You open the second one, and as you open it, you do see some like strange human remains. And unlike the one that Patches had, these still have some flesh on them. And you can see one fish darting back and forth. And it seems like underneath them, the water has kind of gotten up in there, and the fish can get in and out. And these remains seem to be all that have kept these fish alive. But there's just a few human remains floating in here. And to the immediate right of the second box that you're opening, between the second and third, there's an opening in a cave that seems to go further back. And it does seem to be like a natural cave, as far as you can tell. Let's open box number three. And number three. Uh, yeah, box number three, it has some garb. And it seems to be made out of like, strangely enough, coral and fish scales. And the garb is sitting in there. You can see like, what looks like a humanoid skull, though the cheekbones are like a little too narrow, a little too far out from the face. And you can see one skeletal hand kind of floating in the water in this can as well. Can I roll something as to see as if as I know? As soon as sees that, she runs over to look at that box because she's all about some clothes. Hey. Yeah, you, you do notice it's, it's, it is clothing. It's not armor or anything by any means. But it's made out of what looks like fish scales and bright coral, like, hard coral pieces on the shoulders and everything. And when you open it, you know it's made of fish scales because the smell is not very pleasant. Yeah. Okay. Can I roll nature? Just a bunch of human remains. Yeah, human remains. Just some okay. human remains. Can I roll nature to see if I like recognize the shape of this skull or something? Sure. Seven. And with a seven, uh, it's humanoid, but it's not human. Let's keep opening these boxes. All right, number four. While you open that one, cool. Callista is like sort of sketching what the whole thing looks like. Oh, the room? And, no, what or the, the outfit got it, got looks it. like. And she's picking off the parts that are not smelly fish scales, like the coral. So you now have some coral-like shoulder pieces. Cool. Yeah. Uh, guy, what you doing? Opening up the other box. So you slide open this fourth box, and as you do, you just grind this stone lid off the top, and it falls into the water. There's nothing inside of this one. Investigation. So three. There's nothing in there. Just Next box. Yeah. So you go to the fifth one. You guys are just like <laughs> going through and just opening all of these. In the fifth one, there is an entire skeleton in here. It seems to be completely undisturbed unlike the other ones. Its hands are clutched across its chest and in its grasp, it holds a longbow. Fucking yeah, I take that shit. And I, not a religious person, just go, 
We're cool, right? <laughs> cross over it. Yeah, so you pull this bow out, and this bow, you notice, actually, just like the shoulder pads that Callista has just pulled out, has a few coral pieces on it, almost like these barnacles and coral have started to grow on this bow. But strangely enough, regardless of how long it's been in here, the bow seems to be untouched by time or water damage or anything like that. Can I have it? I mean, already have it. It. you already have it. <laughs> cool. I mean, can I immediately? Uh, can I immediately tell if it does anything cooler? Nope. Cool. Can anybody else tell me if it does? I mean, not yet. Not yet. I mean, I could do it in a little bit. Let's open the other box. I equip it. <laughs> All right. So you have this. You have this. We'll call it a coral longbow for now. Cool. cool. You open the sixth and seventh ones, and these are actually also empty, just like the fourth. I name my bow Curl Mama's Kill, and. Uh, I take all of the weird other remains of people and stuff them all in one box. Okay, so there's like two skulls and like four arms and one torso and one leg. Yeah, and then do you also get the full remains and put them in there too? He's cool. Okay, so you leave him. And then this other one's like some mishmash of some horrifying creature that may have been alive at some point. I just feel really artistic today, guys. <laughs> I'd like to take a peek down that Yeah, let's look in the cave. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Guys, we're rolling great. Uh, I don't know if you're being sarcastic yet. Oh, no, definitely being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, with the four, the water has refilled back in here since the ceiling kind of fell uh, in front of you guys, and the water is just filling this chamber. As you peek around it, you notice that this cave actually curves around, so you can't see where it leads to. I light up my torch and walk in because I'm headstrong and want to do stuff. All right, so Guy just like leads the way. Is everybody following him into this? Zaldo, you with us? Yeah, I'm with you guys. Hell yeah! Zaldo's just like tentatively. I'm just like chilling behind you guys. Just I'm in the back of Zaldo. Still cautious of everything. Do you want to hold hands with me? Yeah. We'll hold hands. All right, so Zaldo and Adelaide hold hands, and Guy's like leading the way through this. As you come in, this seems to have been dug out a long time ago. Whether it was by an animal, natural causes, or man-made, you can't be sure. It doesn't seem to have any obvious purpose. There is no light in here except for the dim remnants of the other room you just came out of and the torch that Guy is holding above his head. A single plant sits in the middle of this room and the water around it is continuously rippling out. These, this plant has these giant, brilliant, vibrant green leaves, and in the middle, a single stalk that sticks up that has this brilliant, bright purple flower that sits in it. This place is cool as fuck. I'm, I'm gonna eat it and here. become I'm a little roll chair. Yeah, yeah. I'm really professional. But you, you can roll something for it? What, what do you want to do? I'm gonna um, be the bright panther. I'm pretty sure that's what it does. Wait, hang on, we got a lot of rolls. What do you want to do? Just have I seen it before? Well, that's this room? Yeah. We've never been in here, but you could roll like a nature to see if you recognize yeah. the flower. Yeah, roll nature for me. I can try it. Fifteen. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, you would know that this flower, being a being a cobalt inventor, you would know this flower could be used for fragrances. Its smell is really beautiful, but you would also think it's very strange that this ripple is coming out from it. That doesn't make any sense. I now I understand why you live here. It's really cool in here. Good choice of home. Investigate the room. I've never seen any of it before today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've but like he knows. Like, he knows. 12. It's a cool cave. <laughs> With a 12, you see a sheen in the middle of the room that goes straight up to the ceiling. And Guy specifically would recognize it as the same filament he was stuck on in an earlier room. Huh. It has hurt you, but I mean, you can see this filament and it doesn't seem to be moving. It's just it kind of hanging like down into it. Is it attached to the it. plant or is it just nearby? It seems, uh, well. Oh. I open my rations and I throw a chicken leg at it. 
Do you? Have, you don't have a chicken leg, but you can throw a ration at it, like some dried cheese or yeah, some throw shit. Some cheese yeah. At it. Okay. Roll. Roll. A, roll a, an attack, like roll, you would with your bow, like you would with your bow. Cheese. Yeah. Roll to throw cheese. Eighteen. Yeah. So you 19, throw this like 19. dried bread and cheese, and it just sticks to this filament. And as soon as it does, it just you see it just start to slowly go up toward the ceiling, and you can hear. Though you can't really see it, the ceiling's much higher and darker, unless you're like holding your torch up. You can hear that same like of all those pincers that that last cave fisher had that you saw in that other room. And I say, enjoy your artisanal cheese spread, pussy face. <laughs> Can we call this episode Roll to Throw Cheese? Yeah. Literally what I'm writing down right now. <laughs> well, the coast is clear from the blind cheese-eating whiskey grab. <laughs> no, it's definitely called blind cheese-eating whiskey grab. <laughs> Uh, I would like to, was that directly over the? The plant, the yes. Plant? It seemed like it had it straight down into the center of this plant. Uh, what is also interesting, I'll say this with your investigation roll, where there were a lot of fish in the other room, there are no fish in this room. Hmm. Should I pull the plant out of the ground? I don't know about all that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, Zaldo wants you to. <laughs> Zaldo, do you want to grab back. it? I say just <laughs> touch the plant to begin with. Do it, like. I, I hold the coral bow out, and then I, like, poke it a little bit. Just a little nudge. Yeah, and the plant just kind of sways with it, and it comes back to its original position and just kind of sways a bit after you've touched Can it. Can I use... I have a small knife. Can I, like, <laughs> dig at the roots a little bit? Yeah. I would like to do that, like, dig little holes with my knife. Yeah, these roots These on. roots seem to be really intricate, and what's really interesting is how deep they are. Roll in nature for me real quick. Oh, here we go. YOLOs. Six. Six. Uh, there are a lot of roots. Yeah, these roots are really cool. It smells really you're good. You're digging guys. around these and you're pulling this plant up, and as you do, guy, you realize that that filament is starting to descend once more. I'll give it some more fucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it takes this piece of cheese right out of your hand yeah. and just goes back up I'm into like, the ceiling. Do you have a pet whiskey crab now? I guess so. God damn, I can't stop collecting animals. <laughs> you kids want to see my blind whiskey crab? It's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Dude! Um, could you give it a torch next time? Just to see what I If I had a or grenade. Or do you have like minor or some some sort of spell that can create something that vibrates? I mean, or do we want this flower, you guys? Are there are there any doors know, around the room? Cool, but I think just the one you came in, and it seems like this is a I dead think we end. Actually, take the flower. What's it gonna do? I think it's what it's it gonna be for? magical. In some way. You rolled history on it. What did you know about the flower? Not much. I have minor illusion. I rolled a six. That does. You do? I think, you what, can, you like, mean? create a small thing that looks like a bird that vibrates on the filament, and that'll always keep the kingfish No, it would away. not work. It wouldn't vibrate, yeah, or it just looks it'd look like, like a bird? It. Do you have prestidigitation? Is that like, then? Yeah, it's all visual. Visual or sound. Oh, you can do sound as well. Yeah. Um, do we just want to grab the plant? There's something special about this plant, though. Like, is there, so there's, like, water in the room, respect. and the, and the, the <laughs> ripple is, like, coming out from the bottom. There's what? What's going on with the plant? The water? The water's kind of like rippling out from it. All right, who's going to be the... What does the ceiling look like? It's just made of sandstone. So like I slowly else. start to reach for the plant and kind of look at everybody. And I back up. Yeah, also. I'm, I'm like, just go for it. The cave. Um, like, almost like, should I do this? Like, yeah, as totally. I'm and I shrug. I'm going <laughs> to grab the plant and try to pull it out of the ground. Yeah, you do. 
Cool. Cool. <laughs> You're holding it now. It smells really good. I mean, it smells great. And as soon as you pull it, actually, that fragrance kind of just fills this room, and it's this really beautiful, clean fragrance that you all can smell. Yum. We're gonna be the best smelling and adventurers that, group ever. Like, as Patches pulls this, there's one last ripple from it, from the force of it coming out of the water, and then after that, the water just starts to settle. Around. Enjoy your cheese, Krabby Patty. I wanna um, fill another one of my empty bottles with more dirt. Okay. <laughs> let's leave. Yeah, let's, let's leave. go back to the main room. Alright, so you guys walk out to this place with a flower yeah. and like, come back up into the main Mind room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all like bleeding actively. I give, the, I give the flower to Arwell. Thank you. Aww. <laughs> well, just, I mean, I don't, what the um, fuck am I going like, to do with it? You know? I do, I want to go over to. Um, you gave it to I want Arwell? to pick up something, mm -hmm. or if I have something in my bag, and I want to take water from the waterfall. Mm -hmm. um, nice and I'm going to put the hair. flower in yeah, water and see if it ripples at all. Yeah, as soon as you place this in the water, it seems like it's, you can see its roots in this vial. They kind of stretch out into the water, and as they do, this pulse just starts to kind of grow across it. Cool. cool. I keep it in the vial, and I put it somewhere safe in my backpack. Okay. Might be some we sort of magical compass. So much loot to investigate when we get out of this yeah, game. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, okay, from this chamber, um, what are the doors we haven't We have south out? with the Grumbles, and then southwest with the Whispers from the lady who's probably evil. Oh, I want to go there. <laughs> or Grumbles, since I'm not feeling so great. Yeah. Huh? Everyone cool with that? Big Grumbles. Let's go towards Big Grumbles. Oh, yeah, let's, 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 let's head that way. Yeah. Cool. Yep, give me just a second. I don't want to go that way. You don't want to go that way? No, I got y'all's back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there, but I'll follow We can you hold hands. Soon. It'll be better. I don't know, I'm just a sketchy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you might know something. No, I don't know you don't shit. Know anything. Will you feel was, better if we I was keep there holding hands? the first room, and you guys got me out of there, so. You guys, I think something's happening to me. What's happening? I don't know, I'm hearing my name. Does anyone else hear that? No. 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 I can't hear anything since I fell what 15 the, feet on my neck. What does that sound like? <laughs> like, what kind of voice is it? I just... Sounds like my name. A flicker ear. Male, female. <laughs> Shut up. Ow, fuck. Do you still hear anything? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Big door. Grumbles. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm better. Roll intimidation <laughs> and speak draconic and say, Who dares tries to speak to my friend Adelaide? Um, interestingly enough, Arwell and Zaldo can both hear you perfectly fine, they speak this, and as you say this, those, the growling that you heard, like, ceases. I rolled an 11. Four. Yeah, even with that, the, the growling in the southernmost chamber kind of ceases. Hmm. It, it, it stalls a bit, and you just don't hear it any longer, although you and Arwell both can understand him saying, who's calling out to my friends? Adelaide, does the voice no. sound, like, threatening, or just Enticing. like it's calling to No, I just, I don't know, it seems like it knows me, but I, I don't... I don't know. I think I'm still thinking that we should just. Do you well, you got your powers. Did it sound remotely like the person who you received your powers from? I've never heard any words from them. Only feelings. Okay. Very uncomfortable feelings. Feelings. Isn't that yeah. all of them? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm -hmm. So what's the status on the resting? Do y'all want to try that? I would um, like to try. I'll stand watch with my. I, I guess if the trap doesn't oh. reset, we can put on your thingy again, and you can go back in the bowl and. Callista back in the other bowl yeah. and recreate I'm it. not sure I'd even need to be in there. We'll see. I'm not resting. I'm watching you guys. Still don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while you do a short rest, can you? Can I do like a ritual spell? Yeah. 
Okay. And while we're doing that, I'm going to play a Song of Rest so everybody gets an extra D6. Ah. Rolling like a D6. So are Zaldo and Guy keeping watch? Yes. Is that right? Okay. And that's awesome because that's, oh, six. Hey, roll a perception for me, Zaldo. Take nice. mm-hmm. Add your wisdom to it. Sweet, I'm active. Me too. Okay, so Zaldo got a three and Guy got a six. Yes, I'm full. I didn't tell you guys you got a short rest yet. You better watch out. Okay. Jumping ahead, you did get a short rest though. Nothing happened. Oh, I just rewrote it. Oh, yeah. So you guys, you guys, very risk, very risky, very risky. Take a short rest. And it goes well for you, believe it or not. During that short rest, um, I want to identify uh, my flower. I'm going to use identify and see if there's anything. You would know that this is used alchemically in a lot of different potions. Mm -hmm. And this, if you add it to any other potion, can give you resistance to thunder damage. Hmm. That's kind of themed with you. The thunder orchid. Cool. The thunder orchid. So the growls were coming from yeah. a different direction. They're coming from directly south. And the, and the whispers. whispers are coming from the southwest. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, I think I actually know that voice. Kind of want to go check it out. Is, Is it coming right? from the southwest? Uh huh. Okay. Let's go there. Okay. I, don't, I want you to stay right next to me. Okay. I'm feeling healthier. Well, I think we should. I want to stay beside you as well. Thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll link elbows with Adelaide. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is the happiest I've ever been. Let's roll down towards the lady that's all like. I'm okay. sort of, and I want to, I'm behind everybody, kind of like trying to stealth my way in, um, just like very quietly, like a few feet behind everybody. Do you want to roll stealth? Sure. Going towards Auntie Whispers. Um, it's a 24. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> okay. As you all are walking in, just like all the other staircases around this room, it descends and water just kind of starts to pool up and around it. Water leads into this room and this room is brightly lit. There is an enormous unframed piece of glass that reveals some ocean ruins on the southernmost side of this room. The water coming in from the ocean is actually pooling up and into this room. And its rim, it seems like it could be used to actually go down into the ocean. Like it's it's completely open here and like you could dive down into it. And as you all walk in, Adelaide, your vision blurs. And as you're you're looking down this tunnel, everything kind of goes black all the way down this tunnel. Natural light fades away and all across these walls, you see these eyes begin to open. And as these eyes are opening, you notice these fr- this frost starting to form around it, and it seems like you are standing alone in this room. And as you're standing alone, you feel a chill pass by you. And as this chill passes by you, you see a woman who walks past you. Her hair flows behind you, and she doesn't even look at you as she walks by. As she's walking, she steps out onto the water. And at each step that she takes, another eye opens, and it freezes on the surface where her foot touches. She's beautiful, incredibly beautiful. She has platinum white hair and she wears blue, thin, fine silk clothing that is completely see-through. The staff that she holds in her hand looks like it's made of a giant icicle, save for the rest that her hands is in. It's made of fur in the middle and as she turns around and looks at you, she motions to you with her fingers. Oh, I totally go for it. 
as you take a step, roll a deck saving throw for me. Two. Yeah, with the two, you plunge into this water underneath you and you come up. Your friends are no longer behind you. And as you surface, this woman looks at you, neither with joy or remorse, and she just speaks out. Tast been long since thee offered our real a part of thyself. The lady can keep thy head above the water, but thee must do thy part. Don't bethink thee can controlleth the wind and water on thy own, for it is her domain, and you were only borrowing it. Yes, ma'am. Don't forget to pay your due. I guess I'm trying to swim back to my friends, or am I just like... Yeah, and as you turn around, you realize that you're actually standing upright and dry, and, and Adelaide, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Callista still has her arms around you, and as you look back out over this water, it's still just kind of rippling toward you, and there's nobody out there, and all those eyes that had opened on the side of the cavern are no longer there. Guys, I just saw my patron. She was really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> A little freaky. Um, Probably owe her some things. I'm not really sure what, but... Like more cool. body parts? Yeah, that's what I was... Oh, possibly. Not thinking, because mm. I didn't hear. I kind of... So it's still rippling? Mm-hmm. Can I... Um, I'm going to take a little slice from my hand and squirt some blood in the water. And yeah, they just spread throughout the water, and now your hand's bleeding, and you're going to take one slashing and say, damage. <laughs> and I say, that's for my girl. Investigation on the room! It's a two. I mean, a four. This room just seems to go out, and you don't notice anything other than what I've described. Let's you can kind of see the ocean clearly in front of you, and it seems like it pulls up on the other side of the room, and that's actually the water coming up from the sea. And, like, you could dive into it and get cleanly into the ocean underneath this glass. Are there still whispers in here? Yeah, the whispers have faded since. I definitely want to look around. If I speak... Oh, my God. If really I speak a little, like, there you go. thank you and Sylvan to my patron, does anything happen? Yeah, nothing happens. She gone. Um, so yeah, I'm investigating the room area as well. What'd uh, you roll? 22. Wow. The water in this room is lapping up onto the stairs you all are standing on like waves on a shore. The glass in front of you gives a clear view into some kind of underwater canal and tunnel that you can see straight into. Though the walls encroach all around this tunnel that you're looking into, the sunlight has still managed to reach it somehow. You can see it brightly lit. And those gold rays are revealing the secrets that this cave may have once held. The room you were in, except for the ornate glass, is simple. But beyond that, you can see the remains of a ship in the bottom of this canal that's underneath this room that you all are standing in. So is it is the ship underwater? Or is oh, it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's well past that glass wall and, like, deep cool. down into the ocean. Well, I think um, I got what yeah. I came for. You guys want to go back the other way? Yeah, definitely let everyone know that. I don't think any of us can get to it. But. Yeah. No, we can't. Um, go back to the growls. Yes. You want to try that other door? Yeah, let's go to the growls. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming with me. I really appreciate that you're here for me. Hey, sure. we just wanted the loot. Just kidding. <laughs> we love you too. Thank, thank you for joining us on this adventure. Yeah. You scare me. I don't like you either. No, I, I mean, that's a compliment. Oh, I like you. You're a strong warrior. Kiss me. <laughs> Zaldo and Guy fall in love. <laughs> you get back up on the ship and you have a cave fisher, Zaldo, Steve the dog, and Buffalo. Like, and a bunch of bugs. My family is best. Oh, yeah. So, is everybody in agreement that you're going to the south, the southernmost door? The, the last the door. To the growl door. <clears throat> this room's ceiling stretches high above you. The entire room seems to be a 20-foot-tall cylinder that goes straight up. This room, like so many others, has water all over the floor. But the movement of water here is obvious. 
and the water is lessened thanks to you all dealing with that trap. The eastern and western walls in this room have both collapsed inward. And you can see the rubble from that. Where that they have collapsed, it actually seems like they've fallen and some of the sea has started to pool up in here, just like the other room, right? Where it seems like you could dive down into it. I don't understand how water pressure is working down here, but that's okay. <laughs> Magic. Magic. And uh, water, water in this room is trickling in and over all of the beautiful art that was once decorating this room on those collapsed walls. Four pillars are balanced perfectly in this room. Three of them actually still remain attached to the ceiling. You can see a band of ancient art that stretches all the way around this room like a banner. Beautiful people dance and eat and sing. They are surrounded by underwater creatures, though some of them have been scratched out. And some of them, upon closer inspection, seem to be dead. The more you look at this art, the stranger the images become. Maybe they aren't laughing. Maybe the people depicted in this are screaming. As you are gazing around this room, you hear a deep, threatening growl. Everybody's gonna roll for initiative. Hey, oh, fuck you! Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! Interpret the story it's and right. write it down. If okay. you live at the uh, at the southern, I should say this. As you all walk into this room and you see all of these things, you also notice that at the southernmost end there is a door. And unlike all of the other ruins of this place, this door looks completely untouched. Maybe even new. There's a dragon's head above it and its wings furl around this door. And it looks like it was just recently carved in or like maybe the test of time cannot touch this thing. Patches, what's your initiative? Uh, 16. 16, Harwell? 17. 17, Guy? Nat eight. Eight. Got a nat eight. I got a nat eight. Nice. Adelaide. Nat eight. Eight. Callista. Seventeen. Seventeen. And Zaldo. Rolled a twelve. Do I add anything to that? Your dex. Thirteen. Yeah. Wait, really rolled a fourteen. It was really hard, man. My new like the sponsor dice are fucking rolling great. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, my sponsor dice are rolling great. So as you guys are walking in, you hear these deep growls coming from the other side of the room, and you notice know, these these two uh, quadrupedal creatures standing up in front of you. One is slender and muscled, and it's, you can see its muscles are tensed. It almost looks like a small dragon. There are no horns on it, but there's a fin going all the way down its back, and it has this bright green, deep scale skin on the outside of it. The other has two horns going around its head. It's completely red and it has two sets of fins coming out the side of its head. It's maw sticking out with its teeth both showing. And this one looks much more bulky than the green one. It looks much stronger and taller and bigger than the green animal that's sitting in front of you. And immediately the green one just dashes up toward all of you, straight toward Guy, as soon as you come in and you're all looking around this room, this thing just barrels toward you and it's almost as if the water like separates from it as it's just pushing through this. It's going to attempt to bite at you first, Guy, and that is a 14. Beep, beep. Mm, that does hit. <laughs> That's a three damage. Oh, no. As this thing's maw comes across, you just step back really quickly, and then beside it, as it whips around, it brings its tail and tries to cut underneath your feet. And that is not gonna do it. As you're like stepping back, you get out of the way of this tail as it comes in, but you do take that three piercing damage. Callista, you are up. Arwol is on deck. Hey. Um, it just ran right up to us, huh? Yeah. 
Um, I am pulling out my brand new short sword. And I'm gonna try to stab it because it's threatening my friend. That's a mod 21. Uh, that's yeah, gonna hit. That's gonna hit. <laughs> and I rolled a six <laughs> on my d6 for damage. Damn, dude! What's your dex? Cause you add dex to your um, damage. Oh wow, that's three. So it's nine. So this strange dragon-like creature just comes bolting toward Guy, and Guy's able to step back and avoid its maw and its tail. And as its tail's whipping around at him, Callista's just already got her sword pulled out of the sheath. And you just cut down into this thing's tail, Callista. You can see that meat just kind of cleave cleanly nice. right there. You take a big that. honk out of this thing. Anything That's else? Super satisfying. And um, no, I'm just gonna stay where I am. Okay, our wool's up, patches on deck. Cool, um, are we in water? Like it's on the about stairwell? six inches of it. Oh, on the stairwell, no. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna be on the stairwell and I'm gonna kind of go up to it and I'm going to, once again, uh, shake my glove off, and it's gonna do a lot of damage. Seventeen. <laughs> uh, yeah, seventeen hits. Okay, three damage. Three damage with a uh, shocking grasp. Yeah. Yeah. So you grab this thing, and it being in the water, you just see its body like. Callista's sword is coming down, and as you touch it, her sword's just cleaving through the tail, and it's like in the water, and you can see this like, it bo its body just jerks straight. And, and you can't take reactions for the until it's next Nice, time. yeah, nice, really nice. That's it. Patches, you're up. Zaldo, you're on deck, baby. I'm gonna sneak attack. So I'm so fucking sneaky. I'm coming up <laughs> behind Arwell, and I'm gonna stab it with my daggers. Yeah, so Patches comes in from between you two with his dagger out. You guys are just like ready for this after that roof collapse. The first dagger, um, it's 23. Yeah, uh, yup, you do. Um, <laughs> and then that's with my plus one dagger. Uh -huh. Um, hey! Oh! Let's go! So that's that's a nine from a, with my first Dude, dagger. Dude, holy shit! You guys are just like. Ah! <laughs> 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 and that's a twenty-two for with my second dagger. Yeah. So Patches comes in with both of these daggers, just straight into this Course thing. Of the top. Um, your style. But that's a four, so yes. thirteen total damage. Zaldo, you're up. Guys on deck. I'm gonna throw some uh, color spray at this guy. Nice. So, Forget so about roll it. Roll a six d ten. Holy shit! Oh my god! What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Six d ten. That's so awesome. excessive. Here, that roll this so six excessive. times and add it up. Oh my god! Wait, what is this? Oh, I gave you my rainbow dice for color spray. Oh hell yeah! Oh, sorry. You just oh, you're just casting color. That's awesome. Seven. I rolled this how many times? Six. Six times. Here, I'll write them down. I got it. Seven. Six. <laughs> Two. Two. Oh. Eight. 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 <laughs> ten. Ten. Is it ten? We're yeah. at five, so two more times. <laughs> No, just one more time. One more time. One. One. Okay, so without six, six, having six. to do the math on this, I promise it works. What happens if you do the amount of HP this thing has? Yeah, it blinds it for sure. It's See if like, you find it or not. Wow, oh, cool. like he yeah. throws colors at it. It's powder so or sand that is colored red, yellow, and blue. Oh, so like I just like, you, just you know, my, oh, my skunk's okay, holding my shit for me. And <laughs> like, hey, man, give me, that, give me that. I gotta use it. And... So the sack of colorful sand is still alive. Is that really a spell? <laughs> like, <laughs> you just throw dirt in its eyes? 
An array of flashing oh, yeah. colored light yeah. springs from your hand. Oh, okay. The sand yeah. is a component. You don't throw the sand at it. Well, he could, though, if he wanted to. Yeah, I mean, he could just, like, Yeah, so you yeah. throw this sand at it, and it, it just, like, hits this thing right in the eyes, all this really bright, colorful art sand, and it's obviously blinded. Like, this thing's eyes are closed, and you can see the grains of sand lining its eyelids, and it's just, like, having a hard time opening it, and it just roars out and takes, like, a few steps backwards and is just shaking its head. Anything else, Zaldo? That's awesome. I, I like. Did you That's guys ever make that? Were there any leftover? Was that exactly the hit points for it, or were there? In any the little There's, there are leftovers, but uh, Not how enough to reduce anybody? How else. far does that go, though? Oh, it's a fifteen foot cone. 15 foot. Yeah, it oh, wouldn't hit the other guy anyway. Uh, so what does he do? Just roll disadvantage now? Yeah, yeah, he can't see you guys at all. And uh, you guys. Oh, and you guys also get advantage on him. Cool. All right, I guys. You were up there after you protected me. I made it out of you. Just a colorful ball of sand. Thank you. That was beautiful. I'm right in front of him. I'd like to leap like a fucking freak over him. I just kind of want to. What? I wanna You're going to jump over this thing. I wanna, so he's blind and I'm standing right in front of him. You're lucky that Arwell did shocking grasp because he cannot take a reaction to you jumping over him. And he's also well, blind. blind. <laughs> so I jump over him. He can still be like. And I'm going to loose a bolt right up Main Street. With your new bow? With my new Curl Mama's Kill bow. Interesting. Let it rip. That no, toy. Oh, shit! Oh. oh. All right, let's hit. Let's hear the damages this on this poor uh, blind creature. So it's plus. so it's one d eight plus I roll a d eight. Yes. So oh then plus your dex modifier. Six, seven plus so, eight. Fifteen yeah. damage. Yeah. So guy, you jump over this thing and you pull this new bow back. How do you kill this? Oh, <laughs> it just goes up its butt and out its mouth. Straight up the booty hole. <laughs> and I just say, the only thing I don't like more than werewolves. Is merwolves. <laughs> and then it dies. And then I what? And then all of its guts this come out of its juicy. mouth along with your arrow. And yeah, so this thing is super fucking dead. Pow. <laughs> and Adelaide, you're up. Sweet. So I see how well Shock and Grass worked on this thing. So I'm, after seeing my patron, I feel this fey power coursing through me. And I remember this weird thing that happened to me after my stepmom died because of me, uh, this thing appeared in my hand, and it's somehow calling to me right now, so I use it as I cast Eldritch Blast to cast lightning damage instead of force damage. Mm-hmm. Eldritch Blast Ooh. at this other creature. Give it a kiss. <laughs> I swear to God, if this goes wide. <laughs> oh, sweet. 24. Yeah, that's gonna fucking nice. hit. Okay, so I'm also going to use one of my Eldritch Invocations to add my Charisma modifier to the damage. Nice. So I roll 1d10. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 uh, hold, please hold. You sound like the lady with the stones at the desk. Please hold. <laughs> please hold. <laughs> so just- seven damage. Seven? No, no charisma. Three, four, four it's damage. Four. four damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You liar. Yeah. So as this first strange lizard-like beast is running up to you, Arwell just like reaches his hand out and like- grabs it, and it just gets shocked. And Calista's like carving its tail off already. Guy <laughs> jumps behind it and shoves his arrow up its ass, and like Patches is coming in with two daggers. And then like yeah, this bright rainbow is hitting it right in the eyes from Zaldo. <laughs> and like as this thing gets. 
completely decimated by you all. Like, just like, oh god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adelaide just like fires this Eldritch Blast, and as she does, she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a small item. And it seems to change the nature of that Eldritch Blast that you all have seen a few times. And as it hits, it just seems like it is incredibly effective as this thing just wretches and it like stiffens up and it rears its head back and just roars out at all of you. How much damage was that total? It was four. Four? four. Yeah. Sadly, I rolled a one on my d10. And as this happens, this other creature backs up just a bit, and then with almost incredible speed, it runs up the wall that's beside it, and it's like running up this cylinder, and it, as it's coming around, pushes off, and oh, Adelaide's way back there, and it jumps toward Guy as it just kind of shoots itself off of this wall toward you. And it is going to... It's going to roll. <laughs> Come and use one of my portents. Oh, it, yeah. It rolls a three. So I kind of like brought you to the side earlier, and I was like, something's going to jump at you. Like, I don't know, duck. So this thing launches off of the wall toward you, and as you hear this, like, you hear the water splashing and the water stops, and then you just hear this stone grinding under this thing's feet, and you hear this powerful thing just like come toward you. What would you like to do, guy? I just very nonchalantly go, oh, this is that thing he was talking about, and just step like very nonchalantly to Yeah, and then this thing just like dives into the water beside you, and there's this huge splash, and you see it beside you. It is like as large as buffalo, and it's wrapped around you completely. It's like fangs are bared in this thing's maw, and it bites at you, and as it does, it's curled around you. Its tail whips out from the side and attempts to take your legs out from under you. That is a 15, which is going to hit. Damn. That's eight damage as its tail just like slams into the back of you. But Arwell kept you from its maw clamping down onto your Soft flesh. Callista, you are up. Okay, um, I am going to shout my last bardic inspiration of the day up at Guy. Cool. It's a, it's a little oh, like, it's a ditty about your buffalo and how that thing may be <laughs> as big as your buffalo and it deserves as much hate as buffalo deserves love. Oh, beautiful. So you should kill it <laughs> right now. What a poem. Yeah. And then I'm going to reach back behind me because Patches is right there and I'm going to cast heroism on Patches. Oh! Nice. Explain that what that does. does. So I just reach back and I cast heroism. Um, a fun. willing creature. Are you willing? I'm willing. You are <laughs> imbued with bravery. Um, you're immune to being frightened and you gain temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability modifier, which is three. Ooh. Yes. At the start of each of your turns. Mm-hmm. Oh. He gets next, three every, every turn? For the next minute. Arwol, you are up. Patches is on deck. This, this is, um, is this, are we, excuse me, difficult terrain? I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. Um, and I'm going to kind of step around here, get into the water maybe just a little bit, and like, or wherever I get the best vantage point and like do like a really good detailed look around the room. Yeah, no, I'm going to go down the steps a little bit and just kind of like wherever I can get the best vantage point, wherever I see. So I guess I'll start stepping into the water just a little bit. Okay. Uh, move to the left, which is going to be further away from the other creature that's still living, um, and then inspect the room. Perception. So 19. Yeah, with a 19, you think that on the easternmost side of this room, you can see this wall that's still standing there, but it seems like that cave goes much further back. Where these walls have fallen away, this water is starting to pool up and around it from the sea. You don't notice anything other than these two creatures, but from the east, where you see that wall that's still standing, even though there's a passage kind of beyond it, you do hear something. Okay. And it seems to have stirred. 
whatever it is. And you can hear like this, like kind of high pitched cackle, just like. Um, then I'm gonna yell the to the party. I'm like, I don't think these two are it. And then that's my turn. Patches, Zaldo's on deck. I'm gonna come over to this thing, and I'm gonna sneak attack it. You're coming over to this lizard beast. Yes, I'm. Which so I'm standing next to Guy. First attack with my plus one dagger is a eleven and eleven. That does not hit. Attack it with the second dagger, and that is an eight. Yeah. See, Patches, you come in feeling confident, feeling heroic, and your dagger's just kind of. Sh- up the side of this thing scales. They seem like you just weren't able to get that placement perfectly right. Okay, and then as a bonus action, I'm gonna right so next cool. to guy is a looks like a fallen pillar. I'm gonna hide behind that. Okay, so you have, you come in like hit it with your daggers. Ellen, you uh, should have six because you got three from me and then three at the top of your turn. Oh, okay. When you first cast heroism, they get three right they get three then. then. That's, that's a really crazy really spell. 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 Yeah, HP. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good spell. Um, just stack. So that's a. Yeah. I rolled 14 for stealth. Okay, okay, got it. Sweet, anything else? That is all. Zaldo! Zaldo! So if I like, <laughs> want to move, that's my only move for the turn? Or? No, you, movement's separate. You can move and then do your other stuff. Oh, I was, I, so I rolled a 14 to hide. Am I hidden? You don't know. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, you think you uh, are? Yeah, so <laughs> Excellent. Jump right in front of him. You guys are my boys now. I've been battling for a while. This skunk kicks, hits me in the Hit face it. when you jump over me. <laughs> <laughs> so you run in between Patches and Guy. Zaldo, this little kobold comes running in. <laughs> oh, I love him. I am a magic missile. Cool. Okay. You run up I'm to it right in its face. Magic missile. <laughs> just magic missile it. So, just so everybody knows, I like didn't even read what the spells did. I just like <laughs> randomly picked the cool zoning ones and and stuck with them. I'm going with. So. Hell yeah, colors. We're all me. gonna work. Do this together. You create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice. Maybe they don't move. That you can see <laughs> no, within range. I love that you ran up right to it. This is good. A dart deals one D4 plus one force damage to its target. The darts all strike simultaneously, and yep. you can direct them to hit one creature or several. Are you doing all three? All, all three, creature. this dude, just run yeah. up. Okay, roll three d4s, and then add that up, and add three to it. Four. Four. Magic missile just hit. Was that four? Yeah, yeah nice. magic missile's automatic hit. Two. Two. All right. Total six. One. Seven. Seven plus three, so ten, ten damage. damage. As you come in, you just like, <laughs> Zaldo comes running in, and he just like holds his hands out in front of him, and these three darts of like bright energy just slam into this creature, and you do ten damage to it. Nice, I'll do anything else. So we got for this round. <laughs> All right, guy is up. Adelaide's on deck. Mm, I'll take the attack bomber opportunity. Okay, yeah, I'll back up. All right, it is going to. Ooh, good decision. Cool. <laughs> it goes to bite out at you, and you're just able to step back from it. As these magic missiles are kind of like rearing its head back, it's coming down to try and bite you, and just isn't able to get there in time. Do I get any plus anything with that bow, or would I have to attune to it or something? You don't know if it does anything. You haven't tried to attune to it or identify it? True. Unsure. I will just attack with it. Slam. 19. 19 hits. Eight. Nice. Holy shit. Thanks, tabletop. Luke. Yeah, and so you just GTL. like jump back. This thing bites at you, and as it does, you just like loose this arrow, and it just hits like right into its mouth. You can see it like pierce through its tongue and its jaw, and it's just trying to rip this thing out. As it's doing that, Adelaide, you were up. How is it looking? Can I roll? Do I have to roll perception for that? Or? Yep. 
Five. Yeah, but the five, this thing, I mean, there's an arrow in its mouth. And, like, everybody's kind of just barraging this thing as it's happening. You, it's not looking great, but you're kind of unsure of where it's at. Okay, well, it's attacking my friends, so I would attack it. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Uh... Eight. Yeah, that doesn't hit. And so you cast this Eldritch Blast, and they're just like, like so yeah, like up into the side. And as uh, Zaldo comes up and holds his hands out in front of this thing, it is going to bite at you. Oh, man. That's a seven, which does not hit. It goes to bite at you, and you're able to like really quickly scamper behind it. And then one more time, it's going to... Oh, actually, everyone else moved out of the way. And then it's going to lash out at you with its tail. And as its tail comes swinging around, Zaldo is just like jumping across from it, and he's moving out of the way of it. And so you're able to get away from both of these attacks. It has an arrow in its mouth. And as Zaldo is kind of jumping away from this thing and staying away from it, uh, it's not looking good. It's got like one eye closed. Blood is pouring from its mouth. You hear something coming from the east of this room. Um, and you just hear this like... <laughs> You see a woman walk around the corner, and she's looking at all of you. She has small hands that are ringing in front of her. She's hunched over, and you can see what looks like barnacles growing on her entire body. She steps out slowly, and you can see the seaweed that's all over her kind of swinging back and forth. She pulls the seaweed away from her face, and you can see how truly hideous she is. She has a fish-like mouth that stretches all the way back to her ears. She has enormous bloodshot fish-like eyes, and as she pulls the seaweed aside, she looks right at Arwol. And Arwol, you are going to need to... What did you say? She works for Master. You need to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Is this magic? This is magic. Okay, I get advantage. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, 18. Yeah, so as she comes out, she just pulls that hair aside and she glares at you and you feel that eye just kind of like strike you in your bones and you freeze up for just a second and you feel kind of woozy and then you just grit your teeth and you realize that this is some kind of illusion or spell or something and Orwell's kind of able to, yeah, yeah, you're able to like rationalize your way through what's happening and you're able to stay standing, though your knees do feel weak and shaky. You're able to stay standing up. <laughs> Callista, you are up. Would I have noticed her coming in? Yeah, yeah, she's not like hiding by any means. She's just walking straight out. Um, I'm even a little closer to be within the 60 foot range that is required and I look at her and I say, guys, did somebody cast Stinking Cloud, or is that just what she smells like? And I cast... Oh! She <laughs> so she used oh, to make dude. a wisdom like saving throw. I hope she's not very wise. It's a 12. Oh, oh, that fails. <laughs> Idiot! That's beautiful, it fails by one. She wants to smell like that flower we got. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna take um, three psychic damage and have disadvantage on her next attack roll. Yes. Got it. Nice. Nice. All right, Arwol, you were up. Patches on deck. What's this? Is this just a column that fell down? Yeah. Um, can I see over the column? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty short. All right. Um, and I'm going to cast Witch Bolt on her, and I'm going to use my inspiration, my birthday inspiration from a few sessions ago. Okay. Birthday inspiration finally <laughs> getting used. Wow. Yeah. Work out. Oh, yeah. Uh, 23. Yeah, 23 hits, dude. That worked out <laughs> nicely. Uh, so initial damage is seven. Nice, dude. So this witch bolt just like sticks into her, and as it does, you see her like, she just lunges backward as this sticks into her abdomen, and as it does, you can see her body, and though it's like vaguely humanoid, 
it's just kind of unsettling to see this sight as this seaweed passes by your hair. You can see these bulging fish eyes, this mouth that goes all the way up to her ears, these two fangs, like solemn fangs in her mouth. You can see her body completely exposed. She's wearing no clothing except for these seaweeds. And though it looks like a woman's naked body, it just doesn't seem right. You know, it's just a little off, like something's just kind of strange about it, but she screams out as this witch bolt just kind of like plunges into her abdomen. Anything else, Arwal? Nope. All right, Patches is up, Zaldo's on deck. I'm sneak attacking this fucking creature that I am in front of, and I'm gonna use my inspiration. <gasps> nice. Yes. For the first attack. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, 23. Holy on the first shit. Attack. That's a hit, I don't know if I need to tell you that or not. And that's a 25 on the second attack. First attack is a seven. Uh-huh. Second dagger is, oh, just a two, straight two. So, uh, nine damage. How do you kill this dragon-like creature in front of you? Just both daggers straight into the top of his skull. Yeah, you see this thing roaring out, its tail whipping to the side. Zaldo's kind of jumping back and forth from it. Mm. This strange woman has come out of the side of this place, and then Patches just jumps up and plunges his daggers into this thing's head. Nice. Nicely done. All right, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to hide at the column that is between me and the... Um, hey! <laughs> and you can call her hag. Don't forget your three extra you know points. Oh, oh yeah! Three tap HP. Nice. Oh my god! Dude, Patches is this shit is awesome. Yeah. Zaldo's up. Um, hold on, I have to Hurry see. Patches. I have to roll. Oh yeah, yeah. Roll the stealth. I'll write it down. Sorry. I mean, I got excited. Have, you don't have to tell me, but as long as these guys are dead. At this oh point, yeah, right? yeah. Um, that's mm-hmm. a so what twenty-five. Twenty-five. All right. Holy shit, dude. You're pretty well hit. Yeah. Like, this is some of your best hiding so far. <laughs> this is some of your best work. Zaldo's up. <laughs> I'm not great at what I do, but... Uh, uh, Zaldo, you, you would also yeah. recognize <laughs> this woman who's coming out. Yeah, I definitely recognize her, but I'm going to try to cause an illusion. You guys can have advantage on her. So she, she sees these guys, right? Mm-hmm. She knows who they are. Okay, so I guess I'm going to make an illusion of one of her, like, running at her from behind her. So, like... Alters her focus. Yeah, as you do this, she absolutely, completely believes that someone is coming up from behind her. She rolled a natural one. Yeah. So she like whips around and you can see her. And as she's turning, uh, she just screams out uh, at you, specifically Zaldo. If you're not to, Zasis finds out what you're doing, you'll be dead. And uh, as she's saying this, you just cast this illusion behind her and it looks like someone's running at her with a sword and she's just like, ah! like turns around and looks toward it. Until her turn, everyone will have advantage on attacks against Sweet. her. Cool. I'll give you inspiration for that, Zaldo. That was fun. Guy is up, Adelaide's on deck. To quote the great Bruce Campbell. I'm gonna roll over here and go, yo, sea bitch, let's go. And then I'm gonna loose a bolt right into her unsuspecting head. Is it a bolt? 7, 8, 9, 10. I think so. Uh, it's an arrow or a bolt. They're the same thing. 14, 14, 15, 16. That absolutely hits. I would like to. But you to... have advantage. Roll again to see if you nat 20 it. Well, Good point. Good. Might be a nat 20. You never know. Never know. It's not. Okay. <laughs> so 16. We check. Five. Damage? Yes. Noise. Yeah, so you just like loose this arrow and it just kind of cuts through her shoulder as she's turned back around to see what's going on. Anything else? That's about it. Adelaide, you're up. This. Bitch is starting in my friends a little. I'm gonna hit her with Eldritch Blast. Also, can I just like mention for a moment how amazing it is that Eldritch Blast is 120 feet? 
That's so crazy. That's not really far. That yeah. is that's really incredibly far. far. Like, that is way past the cabin. <laughs> Anyways. There's some evil guy on the surface of the sea who's coming down to kill you, and he's like, "Oh God, damn it!" <laughs> if you can hit it. <laughs> uh, ooh, I rolled a twelve and a thirteen. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. That hits. All right. Eight damage. Nice. Nice. Anything else, Adelaide? No. All right. And as uh, as she's coming up, she turns around and looks behind her, and she turns her head back to all of you and just says, "Zaldo, a cheap trick." Don't you know that Yanatu will kill you if you help these people? You shouldn't even be down here. And uh, with that, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Please, a d20. And then you'll add your charisma to it. Whatever that might be. You're good. What do you get? Unless you're like really uncharismatic. Uh, 16. You're just kind of able to shake off what she's saying to you. And then really quickly, she once again, like noticing that it didn't affect Arwol in any way, she's going to look over toward Adelaide. And as she looks at you, Adelaide, she pulls that seaweed back from her hair and you can just see that like fish eye. And as it does, it's just like you lock with it. And it's almost that same feeling you got when you saw that strange woman in that room earlier where everything kind of grows dark around you, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Can she see that far? Yep. Okay. <laughs> she can. Burns oh, that was savage. I rolled a four. Adelaide, you guys just see her stricken with this glare, and you just drop to zero hit points and pass out. Holy fuck. Shit. Oh God. Really? Yep. yep, you dropped to zero even. You weren't hemorrhaging, you weren't bleeding out, no death saving throws, but you were completely unconscious. All right, Callista. Um, I see her do that to my dear friend Adelaide, and I'm pissed as hell. I leap over this thing. I run straight up to her with my sword and just like slash at her head with my short sword. Make that attack. My advantage has disappeared at this point, by the way. God. Oh, God. 13? 13 does not hit. Doesn't hit. Arwell is up if you're done, Callista. Cool. Uh, Patches on deck. I'm done. Rolling my damage. She takes nine damage. From what? The witch bolt. It stays on. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. You guys see, yeah, you guys see Arwell just maintaining that concentration with the witch bolt and he pulls energy from her and you can just see her like, like her chest kind of pulls out toward you and her abdomen swells and she just kind of screams out in this cavern as you're pulling this energy from her. And that's a bonus action to cause that damage, right? Yep. Oh, it is. It's I'm yeah. pretty sure you get a standard Ooh, action after that. Action. That's fun. I'm gonna go up to her. I'm going to hit her in the face with my corner staff. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm still, like, I'm holding the... Fo- and I'll do it one-handed just because I'm holding the focus with my uh, glove and the other one for the witch bolt. Got it. I'm going to use... You gave me bardic inspiration, right? I did earlier. Um, yeah, I'm going to use that to hit. <laughs> oh, no! Good thing you got... Worse. I should have left you with a... Oh, God, it's my fault. All right, 10... Ten does not hit. Anything else, Arwell? No. <laughs> Patches is yeah, so up. up Zaldo, you're on deck. I am going to. <laughs> I'm going to sneak attack her and fire an arrow from my short bow. That's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits, dude. It's nine damage. Damn, dude. All of these arrows and bolts and magic are just kind of flying at this woman after she just stares at Adelaide and Adelaide collapses into this water. Adelaide is under the water for what it's worth. Oh, fuck. Uh, and Patches, do you have one more? 
Um, I'm Am I just, I but you're on the steps. I was I was above water before. Okay, then you're fine. You're fine. Okay, good. Um, I'm just gonna use my bonus action again to hide. Not for luck. Okay. Yeah, it's for luck. <laughs> Which is a mod twenty. Okay, got it. Uh, Zaldo is up. Zaldo. 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 Yeah, that's what I need. That's Zaldo. what I need. Zaldo. Zaldo. Oh. Zaldo. 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 Help us, Zaldo. You're our only hope. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the guards right here? Yeah, but they're yeah, dead. they're dead though. Okay. So I at least know that uh, I hear horns a lot. I guess I'm gonna go rip one of the horns off or saw it off or something. Okay, roll a strength check for me, or you can roll and nah, you can't carve that off with your scorpion stick. Roll a strength check for me. <laughs> get the, get like the stinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah I saw it off. Oh no! No way! Look! No way! Look! It's minus two. What one did you roll? That was in that one. Oh yeah. So Zelda goes minus one. <laughs> she got minus two. Um, so Zelda goes to pull this horn off and just like falls back into this water and just kind of splashes all around you. Uh, anything else, Zelda? I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a day. All right, guy, you're up. <laughs> He's dead for the I'm gonna move over here just a little bit, and then I'm gonna use my exploding whiskey crab inspiration to loose one more boat right in that fucking horn. All right. Good thing, because that was a three. 18. Oh, shit. That hits. Uh, for sure. Eight plus three, ten damage at the old bitch. Yeah, how do you kill this woman? Nice. It just goes right through that weird looking eye, and then she's like, oh, oh, babe, oh, oh, and then 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 she dies. And that's exactly what happens. And she just falls into this, and her like fishy body is just kind of floating through it. You all are out of combat. So, you killed dude. everybody, guy. Good job. I killed somebody. Whatever. Oh, you killed one guy. Hey, I should have neck injuries more often. You did blind I, I one really guy. I really did a lot of help with one person. <laughs> Good job. Good we thing really I used my inspiration on that last here. one. Thank you, Zelda. <clears throat> Zelda. Hey, man, your skunk and your skills will always be remembered. That color spray was dope as fuck. <laughs> So you all are sitting in this room uh, with three bodies. Two of them are enormous and heavy and strong and they're just sitting in this water. The other is like this hideous witch of a woman just kind of floating through it. Yeah. Um, but you are out of combat. This enormous door with a dragon's head over it and wings around it still stands before you completely sealed. Investigation of the room! I sort of kick at the haggy thing to make it float away. Yeah, she, yeah, she floats yeah. back into the corner, the like eastern corner of the room and where she came from. just for good measure, I just give her a poke with my sword just to get 14. something. <laughs> you stab her one more time. <laughs> on the investigation. An investigation on the door? Uh, no, just in the room in general. Oh, on the room in general, you would notice that where the this woman came from, there's a little bit of a like cave where she came from, and then this door seems to be brand new or at least untouched by nature in this place. Can I roll nature to see what those two dragony things were? Sure. Well, he can make my ass, Zaldo. <sighs> nope. Why are you carving off its horn? I know things. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen shit. I sense things. <laughs> I want to check out the dragon face or whatever on this. At the door? Yeah. Yeah, you notice that this dragon's maw is open above this enormous door that's about 10 feet tall. Its wings are wrapped around the edges of it. Can I roll nature to see if I recognize what particular kind of dragon this is? Sure. It is oh, a nat 20. Nice. Holy shit, you would notice that the dragon above this actually doesn't look like any of the natural dragons. It doesn't have horns, and horns are the quickest identifier of any of the natural dragons that you know, where their horns grow. It's kind of the signifier along with the color of their scales. This thing being made out of stone, you don't notice any of those things, which is really strange. Does it have a handle? It does not have a handle. It only has a single hole in the center of it. What does it look? Offer another fingernail. 
I take my longbow. Does it fit in it? No. How big Can is I, the hole? I asked Zotto, why were you trying to get their horns? I just got a tip. You can open the door with a horn from one of the great drakes. Sort of what I was getting at. Cool. Oh, cool. Can we Thanks. put the horn in the horn slot? Cut the horns off. You, stick them where they I roll out my robes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get in there. I get out my dagger and start carving one off. You right. guys like do get one of these horns loose and just kind of rips and those tendons and muscles and like blood just kind of spurt out from it. Yeah, and you have one of the guard drake horns. Stuff it in the, the hole. Stick it in the hole. So you hear almost this low rumble come out as this door begins to descend down into the floor. And as you walk in, you walk into this room that's incredible, for lack of any other word. It's as big as an entire half of the structure you all were just in. The water rages violently on the far side of the room from you all. The entire wall is made of rushing water, but it seems perpetual. The water doesn't have a base it's hitting like a waterfall. On the western side of the room, an ornate golden altar sits. An enormous fan of wings comes from a single pedestal. The wings fan out on, and it seems as if they could encompass all of you, any single one of these wings, as big as they are. A giant ornate curved statue comes up from beside all of these wings, and it forms a semicircle in the middle, though none of the statue actually ever touches. It's held above the fanned wings by four ornate pillars. Where the statues form a semicircle, even though they're not touching, you can see a single round object that's floating in the center of it, suspended in midair. On the opposite side of the room, there are five dragon heads, each made from the same gold as this altar, all of their ferocious maws bared open before you. A line from each of these dragon's heads has been carefully carved into the floor and goes directly to the altar on the other end of the room. Yeah. Guys, I forgot I'm passed out. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, right. I forgot about <laughs> If we I go back. <laughs> uh, like, oh, fuck. I'm all out of spells and potions. A slapper. You can do that. That is a thing that you can do in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm gonna slap her. Yep. Roll a strength check for me. Oh, if you make me go negative and have to stabilize me, I'm gonna... Oh, it'd be so funny. Oh, 11. Yeah, so with an 11, you slapped the shit out of Adelaide, and you didn't take any damage. It's just like you were drained of all of your energy from this strange woman. And yeah, and so... Arwell comes over and slaps the shit out of you, and you wake up, and you are at one health. <laughs> Fucking ow! Where is that sea hag? So she's floating right over here. It's fine. Yeah, fuck her. She did. You I'm keep having to like rescue me, and I feel really bad do about you, that. Do either of you have a healing potion left? Mm-hmm. I don't drink mine. We all drink ours. Okay. Do you think this room is a safe place to take a long rest? <laughs> Forgot my best friend. I just ran up to a sea hag for. But I don't know any of this, so I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you guys for bringing me back to life. You are welcome, and we love you. We would never leave you to go investigate some dragons. (laughs) Never. I stroll into the room with the five dragon heads with a wild look in my eye, and in draconic, draconic, I say, how's it going? Yeah, it just rings out through the room like, 
nothing happens. Also, I'm kind of dragonic from now on. Dragonic. I know. Dragonic. I'm like, nothing in here, no dragons. So just go to make sure they're hiding. This room just seems to be rushing. It doesn't seem like anything is in here. Even as you scream, nothing comes out. I go up and I caress one of the dragon heads in the middle ish gently. Essentially, like to do anything else besides that? I mean, you do do that. That happens. You were like caressing it. Stay there for Gently. a little while. Yeah, I definitely want to investigate the dragon heads. Yeah, please do. So, so there's a golden altar in the middle, and there's a line from each of the dragon heads that, that goes go to that to altar. The dragon altar. Yes. Um, yeah. So I want to investigate the dragon heads. Sure. You need a fucking tray. That's, That's twenty. No shit. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, the grooves that are coming from these dragon heads seems to go around some really strange rings in this floor. You think that it's meant to tether something down in the middle, in between these dragon heads and this altar. You also notice that there's a pedestal on the far side just in front of that giant wall of water. There's a smoky gem inside of it. And you can just see the smoke kind of billowing inside of this gem that's like floating just above this altar. You also notice as you're looking through all of this with the Nat 20 that there is a small groove the size of something that could fit in your hand in the back of each of these dragons' maws that their heads are kind of sticking up on the other side of the room. Uh, do these dragons have horns? They do. Got they it. each look very different, actually. Okay. Go probably uh, that I relay thing. this information. Uh, to do we know if these creatures that we killed, the guards or whatever, if they have dragon blood? I mean, you could roll a nature. Do you know any of this? I feel like Possibly. they're like Naga or something. I'll roll nature. I'm not good at it, but it's 10. Yeah, but the 10, uh, these look like, I mean, small dragons, but it's kind of hard to tell exactly what they are. I want to go get that dragons. Of the five heads, you would notice. You would notice that one of these, the heads of these dragons, looks exactly like Yenatu Zasis, your it's master. Him, it looks, like it looks him. just like him. Okay. I want to go and do the thing I used to do the best, which was just touch everything and then die. Them. So I want to go see if I can grasp that milky-looking gem. You can. You don't have to roll for it or anything. You can just pluck it right off the top of that. I pluck it off the top of that. And as you pluck it, this deep black plume of smoke comes up from it, and then it can just kind of dissipates into the air as you're holding this gem. And like, that probably didn't do anything incredibly sinister that will lead us down a path that we will immediately regret. And then I walk over to the uh, five dragon heads. Well, actually, I go to that one, the dudes. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Yanatu Zasas. Yeah. And I put the gem in his little slot in the back of his throat. It doesn't seem to fit. Weird. How about the others? You want to try and put them on all of them? There is one in particular that has a really narrow maw. It has slit eyes. They seem much smaller than the others. And where one of the dragons has horns that goes over its head, this one's kind of curl up under its maw and come around it. And it seems to fit perfectly into the back of this one, actually. And as you plug this into it, you notice this smoke start to trail out of its mouth and down that little channel that has been carved perfectly into the floor for this thing. It goes all the way up to the altar, but it seems like nothing is happening. Lister just runs up and yanks it out. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you that, pull that gem out of there. We do not need to put that in there. Not fun! Why not? This whole tearfall thing, dragons getting together to try to take over the world again, and here we've got five dragon heads that apparently can be activated by gemstones. Hmm. And you want to activate one? Story. And I take that gem and I wrap it in a scrap of fabric sure. and I put it as deep and in my pack as I can go. Small, black, thick, 
tendrils of smoke just coming up and out of that thing. And as you all are standing in here talking and taking this gem, you notice an enormous form on the other side of that giant wall of water that's flying. Just go by incredibly quickly. And you can tell just by the shape and shadow of this thing that it's as large as this room, if not larger. As soon as I see it go by, I'm gonna grab Adelaide's arm and I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on her. Sweet. So Thanks, homie. I'm gonna jump on it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it matters. I mean, like, if a dragon bug You get ten. <laughs> yeah, <Shit>. eight. Oh! <laughs> Take that, dragon. <laughs> eight health, idiot. <laughs> Thanks, Callista. You're welcome. I'd like to walk up to the altar and also be kind of scoping out for that fucking dragon. I would like to roll in an investigation okay. on the altar. Mod 20. Doubt you're gonna do better than a natural 20 on investigation. But you notice some of the same things Arwell noticed. Yeah, and once again, you notice that form just like come back by this enormous wall of water. This time it goes back by and you can see it circle around and it seems like that form is coming straight for the wall of water at this point. I run. Straight for us? I run to the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I follow suit. Yeah, I was letting them know that uh, this might be my master. Yoshimitsu. I was guessing that. Yeah, and as as you guys are all running out and this door is closing behind you, you can just hear that water kind of burst behind you in this huge form, just like into this room. All of you are running out of this room? Mm -hmm. Okay, right before, while I'm standing in front of the door, I speak out in Draconic draconic, and I say, we are but meager peasants. We We mean you no harm. So you're staying in the room? Yeah, but I say it like, we are but meager peasants. We mean you no harm. And as but, you do, I'm trying this... to like do this as I'm trying to get out the door. Oh, okay. You see this huge green dragon just bust through this wall. It looks ancient, almost as it comes through. It looks like a fully grown version of that strange green uh, Drake-like creature that you all just killed. And as it's looking at you, you notice that in one of its hands, it's holding an enormous gem that's white and ice-like, and you can see this wind just kind of furling around it, and it pushes the water past it as this thing comes in, and it speaks out to you all. And as it yells out, it just says, Zelda! What? <laughs> it says, Stand before me! You got it. You got it. You want to walk in? Yeah. Yeah, this door opens back up, and as it is, you all can see this enormous green dragon standing on the edge of this room. It's walking over to the five heads of golden dragons that you can see sitting before it, and inside of one that has uh, two small horns sticking up past it and going down its neck, it places the gem inside of its maw, and then it releases its paw from it. And it looks at you, Zaldo, and uh, says... Why do I smell human flesh here? They're harmless. They they were just sent here to check things out. So you confirm that there are people here, and you confirm that you haven't done your job. Disagree. And uh, with that, it's going to reach down and completely swallow you whole. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see, like, as this door begins to shut once again, you see this dragon reach over, and its maw, its maw opens up over Zaldo, and its jaws just clamp down onto you. For what it's worth, it's going to do about 86 damage to you. Oh, I'm dead, like, six times. We just smell skunk waft out. Um, and as you do... You get to use my skunk. As, uh, as all of this happens, as all of this happens, 
Ravens, you notice that this dragon looks up past the door and it seems to be looking at all of you as it just closes. It seems to be turning to like move back toward the water. And with that, we will end episode nine. Rest in peace, Aldo. Well done, man. Your sacrifice will be remembered. That's it for this week's episode of Hit Times, America's favorite podcast. Join us next Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Find out if Unit Disasters is going to rip our heroes to shreds. Dragon Team, or to see if our heroes can manage to put him in a headlock of holy with their weak, tiny arms. Do not miss next week as this cavern comes to a culmination. All of America's eyes are on our heroes. What will they do next? Let's give it up for our sponsors. Tabletop Loot and Raid Out Dice Bags. If you go over to either store and enter the code HITDICEPOD, you'll get 15% off of any dice you buy over at Tabletop Loot, coffee mugs, whatever else they sell. And if you enter the same code, Great out dice bags, we're going to cover 10% of your pre-made or custom-ordered dice bag. If you're enjoying Hit Dice Pod as much as the rest of America, take a moment, leave a review. Let us know how we're doing and let our heroes know how weak they are. That's it for our announcements adventures. Make sure to catch us next Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday.